everyone, welcome back to the Body Curls podcast. We are two natural beauties talking relationships between self, life, and everything in between. I'm Rihanna, aka Rolling with Three, and I'm the Bald Goddess. On today's episode, we have a very special person, special yeah. guest, special <laughs> human. Um, we have Dylan, Yay. also known as Originally D. Yeah. And there's many pages, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, thank you for coming on to the show. Yeah. Pleasure. Thank Before you for we get me. into, you're welcome. <laughs> Before we get into today's topic, could you tell us a bit about who you are in your own words? Um, well, I'm a professional hairstylist, natural hairstylist uh, in South East London. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Recently, um, on Instagram, you held a IG live, and mm. it was about mental health. And I know that's something that is very close to your heart, and something mm. that you really advocate for. And yeah, we just wanted to talk to you about that and ask you how you are, how your mental health has been, and also how you deal with your mental health as a man. Because I, I personally, think, yes, <laughs> we're all humans, but. As men and women, I think we really do handle things differently. And yeah. I think being that you're my cousin as well, I've seen the growth in you. So I wanted to ask you. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> no, because it isn't easy. So we wanted to ask you how, how mm. you deal with it and how you were able to make that growth as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so when I did that um, live, I can't remember if it was lockdown or not. I think it was just before, mm. um, but man, what a mess that was, <laughs> what a mess, um, yeah, this year's been a lot, so um, yeah, I think from around like July, July time, mm. I was hitting a very dark place, um, and it just got to a point where I was just really fed up of feeling how I'm feeling, like, no one likes to feel like they're in the dark place like it's just nah it's not the one um so I just needed to get it off my chest really it was it was really good to do that live like it was a good um self-therapy slash therapy for everyone else as well it was really nice yeah um and um it was really it was actually really uh heartwarming to see that a lot of people like join the live to speak on like their experiences or like just wanted to speak on subjects in general, like, um, which was really good. I didn't expect people to actually, well, that many people to join and speak about their experiences. Like that it takes a lot of courage to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, a lot of people pulled through, which is, which was amazing. And that, that was my aim. Like I, I just wanted kind of everyone to know, well, everyone that was watching to know, like you're not alone in this whole situation whether it be depression, anxiety, whatever, whatever you have. Um, and um, yeah, it went pretty well. And it, it was a massive release for me to do that, to be honest. Um, I don't think I would do, like, do them cons- like consistently like, every week or every month. I think it was just that for me was a good release <laughs> that mm-hmm. needed to happen. Yeah. Um, as well as, man, I was crying. Like a, can I swear on this? Yeah. Yeah, I was crying like a bitch. Like, <laughs> I was crying like a bitch on that live. Like, um, there were so many, like, like so many, like, 
my close close friends like from like 11 years ago that were on there and like asking me such deep questions and I'm there like trying to find an answer and then yeah I'm just bawling my eyes (laughs) but no it it was good though I mean like it was good because I needed that cry a big time um um, I'm sure a lot of people who who did cry on that as well they they needed to release something as well but um yeah I mean like now I think um I feel I definitely feel a lot lighter within myself um I've made like a routine for myself um this lockdown that's just gone um even just like it's, it's like the smallest of things of like just waking up just I, I, I honestly don't care what time I wake up but as long as I've woken up I've woken up <laughs> yeah. um so like the smaller things is like just waking up go straight to the bathroom brush your teeth have a shower make yourself some food like that was my routine throughout the whole of um this recent lockdown and that definitely helped um along with like you know i like there's that that um sad uh seasonal seasonal affective um, disorder yeah mm. and um obviously like this weather right now is crap i mean like today we've got great weather but <laughs> November Listen, we're, we're all from crap. other countries <laughs> we don't yeah. belong here we, we actually don't belong don't, in the gray <laughs> we really don't we really really don't um and um i basically because uh, the weather was so crap it was definitely obviously I feel like it definitely was affecting my uh, moods or how I felt and stuff during the day so even with that like I I don't have those lamp things that you can get but I have like my ring light mm, um, and I'd put yeah. that on like the warmest setting um, and I made that part of my routine and I'd keep mm. that on like literally like day night and it made me feel a lot lighter um, mm. In myself as well there are obviously like I feel a lot lighter and better in myself now in comparison to what I did a few months ago Jesus Christ <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but like there's definitely obviously things deep-rooted things that still need to be addressed yeah. um that's what we need to go with therapy <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah like I think with that that's a massive piece of procrastination for me because you see this here vulnerability <laughs> mm. me and vulnerability do not go you know <laughs> mm. I, really I would don't. I would say I, I mean I think you started off good though because you chose to show up for people in a mm. in an online space and mm. it takes as you said it takes courage and yeah. also being vulnerable you were very vulnerable to the world you know you don't know yeah, who yeah. saw it but basically the world because you never know who might be watching you from what part of the world Mm. and I think that's a very huge first step for Mm. vulnerability so don't don't doubt yourself you know (laughs) no I know you know so big steps but you started somewhere and I think that's Mm. um, important to highlight for yourself as well because it takes a lot especially as a man um to want Mm. to open up that way to yourself first of all and then to the yeah. world you know show up and encourage other people and show them that mm. you are they're not going through like they're going through the same things as yeah many people in this world so kudos to you and honestly it's not uh, really, really it's something to yeah be- i feel i feel like with me like being a man um and stuff like I think to be honest like mental health has always been a part of my life from like such a young age like teenage years um like going through depression then has was definitely like it's such a complete different feeling 
in comparison to now as an adult like I feel like back then I didn't I, I wasn't as self-aware and I didn't um I didn't know certain things that I knew now um to deal with it differently um let alone acknowledge it because <laughs> teenager I didn't know I didn't, know I didn't know shit about nothing like <laughs> I was like why am I so angry every day why am I crying every day like <laughs> bare frustration um, <laughs> We, um, don't, we know nothing we know nothing. yeah exactly mm. and um especially like being gay as well and like as mm. a teenager in mm-hmm. school like yeah you get bullied like and yeah. that was a mm. massive part of that as well and um I think it got to a point for me when I finished school where I just had enough of keeping everything in like because I had mentors throughout my whole school life, like from year seven to year 11, like it was crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. a bit much, yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah. a crazy child. Um, so, <laughs> um, so they definitely, um, they definitely uh, kind of opened the, the gates just a tiny bit yeah. um, for me to kind of open up a bit more um, and feel comfortable doing it um so definitely yeah kudos to them because boy if it wasn't for them um I definitely wouldn't be as vocal on things as I am now but yeah like it's it's such a completely different feeling and and when it when it hit me about like about the difference in feeling of being a teenager with depression and being an adult it really really baffled me like it I just thought because 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 of how deep it was as a teenager I was like I always said to myself, you're never going back to that place ever, mm. ever, mm. ever again, like mm-hmm. never. Um, and I, I think I just forced myself so much to never get to that place. But then I think because I fought it so much, it ended up coming and biting me in the ass anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like sometimes as people, we, we really try, we look back at our life experience and we really try to suppress the negative. Um, because we know how horrible it is and we're like nope I don't want to feel this ever again but I think like you said as an adult you have that better understanding of life ebbs and flows and so the more you try to resist something it just comes back like you said uh, but it comes back tenfold Mm -hmm. and then as an adult you find yeah yeah, you as an adult you find yourself struggling even more because Mm. we have that tendency to beat ourselves up naturally yeah whereas when you're younger you sometimes don't feel like like you feel like you could just get on with it you don't overthink so much yeah. as you do mm. as an adult yeah yeah so yeah. you have your like one voice telling you this another voice telling you that whereas if you go through it as a teenager you don't sit in it for as long mm. especially if you're like you said you had mentors you were in school there mm. was different parts of your life that kept you busy even though as yeah. children mm-hmm. we don't we don't recognize that mm. we're just like oh yeah we're getting up to go to school yeah we have lunch at a certain time like yeah. our routine is already there mm. whereas and as an adult it takes a lot more discipline if you will and motivation yeah. to be like i have to do this in order to get better yeah and it sounds like for you you reach that point of like yeah i feel like shit and i might feel like shit going forward mm. but what can I do to try alleviate that? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like from what you said, like the routine stuff, it doesn't matter what time you get up, as long as mm. you get up. And yeah. it's being, it's having that gentleness towards yourself and to say, yeah. okay, I might not get up at, I don't know, whatever, 9am, but I am going to get up and I'm not going to stay in bed all day. Mm. Um, 
So, and that takes a lot to do, you know. Yeah, it does. does. So that takes so much energy and strength to reach your one foot out the bed. Like, it does. It does. It does. It's not. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy because there, there's just so many layers to it. You know, one day you're like, okay. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to be soft with myself. But you also know that you don't want to get into being comfortable in that way of thinking. Because yeah, exactly. Like you, you have to find a balance between like yeah, not yeah. beating yourself up and then holding mm. yourself accountable to be able to, you know, support yourself because you, you against yourself. No, I don't like, I don't want to be using against, but like, it's like you. But it's true though. No, I understand what you're saying. 100%. You versus yourself, you know, you need to be your number one supporter, your mm. number one fan, yeah. your number one uh, uh, challenger per se. Or like, yeah. okay, I know you want to be soft, but let's not get too soft. But it's okay. Yeah, but... <laughs> but it's so tricky. It's so tricky. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's not easy. And I'm obviously we've never met but i'm super proud of you for you know thank you (laughs) oh because it is it's not easy it's not easy Mm. and for anyone who's listening just know that it's not easy and just because some people might make it seem easy or some people might claim that it's easy or you know Mm. some people might just say certain things to make you want to just you know check yourself and yeah yeah but even for them, it's not easy. Anyone who comes mm. and say, you know, working on yourself is easy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's, so, it's, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, definitely honestly. not easy at all, especially when it comes to like social media and stuff, mm. um, everything that's always like misrepresented and mm. all of that, like, it's just, it's not what it is, but it's like not. everyone, everyone on this planet will still go to that app Absolutely. and believe everything that's in front of their yeah. face um which i find still find crazy like Mm -hmm. um but yeah no it's not it's not it's not easy and it it isn't it isn't meant to be easy like that's a a deep deep dark place and when you come out of that like you're one strong bitch for doing that (laughs) you really are (laughs) like you really are Um, i like i like to see the the dark side as yes it is a a dark heavy and like bad i'm doing quote unquote right now you can't you can't see me um like you push through though you get something beautiful as you said something Mm. you become a strong bitch Mm. (laughs) in the streets Mm. but it's also like if you want to see it in another version it's like there's something always beautiful in the depth yeah. yeah when you when you push yourself you go deeper and deeper mm. you find beauty you know there's people are so afraid and i for first i was always afraid to want to tap or explore the dark side of yourself yeah but if you are able to be patient with yourself and push through there's always a beautiful thing a beautiful mm. jewel to find on the other side of that darkness yeah. so yeah it's it, and you can see it as being strong, being more confident in yourself, being more mm. vulnerable and not caring about what people think or just mm. whatever comes out and presents itself to you. There's always something yeah. beautiful on that other side. But to take that first step and explore it, yep, it's not easy. So, Especially, I feel like even for myself, like with crying, 
Mm. I was gonna ask you. Do you remember the first time you cried, but not like like them them little cries. Them like cries were like raw. Yes. I'll tell us if you don't mind. Um, yeah, Manza, tell oh us. God. Um, I think it was. Boy, I think it was when Nanny died. To be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, like I don't. Like I've. I had I had cries before that, but I think that one was probably the deepest. <clears throat> yeah, that was definitely the deepest because boy, I've never screamed like that, yeah. like ever. Oh, I'm gonna do a um, Child, don't do it. <laughs> don't make me cry. Don't do it. <laughs> um, but um, it's too early for that. <laughs> um, I get that though. I feel like it. I guess because of the conversations we have, I feel like. Yeah. It was different in a sense of it was a cry of grief but also mm-hmm. a cry of unlocking things yeah because yeah, i yeah, i feel like when nanny passed away i i felt immense grief but i also felt like wow this is the last person to keep us together mm-hmm. and so exactly that was really it for me boy yeah, yeah. it was like it was kind of like do we have hope as a family Mm. and it was yeah it was a lot of things going on so I get that how that was memorable for you I see yeah I remember like every single moment of that whole moment (laughs) I I still use the prayer beads that I gave her um and stuff and yeah man it that was that was that was a big ass cry Jesus Christ um (laughs) Um, and also, I know this about you too. Laughter is your uncomfortability. <laughs> it is. <isn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, but I think it's okay though. Like we all deal with it differently. And I want to mm. ask you then. So, so Nanny, for those of you listening, Dylan and I are cousins. That's why we're referring to yeah. as <laughs> Nanny. <laughs> um, so when Nanny passed away. How do you think going forward you looked inward and dealt with your emotions surrounding not only her passing but just generally? Because I, I honestly see a big change in you since she passed away and we've obviously had conversations about mm. so many different things that perhaps we wouldn't have prior. So that's why I feel like she's such a pivotal part of your growth as well, even though yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not here with us physically. She's she's played a massive role in all of our lives, to be honest. One hundred percent. I feel like for me, um, there's still so much like growth and trauma. <laughs> I mean, like that hasn't well, that's there. That needs to happen. Yeah. Like as in, like growth needs to happen, and I need to come out of that whole yeah. segment um, that I'm in. Um, and there is still like there are a lot of things that. I still regret and all of this stuff um yeah. but again it's just a, it's a lot of things that I need to still address even though it's been like what now what three three years three years yeah almost three years. yeah um there's so many things I need to address but then at the same time I've still taken a lot of things that she's just taught us in our in our life in general um things that she would say and whatever whatever and I've really used that to kind of just keep myself strong because you know <laughs> you know for a fact none of them them two nanny and grandpa know they don't do the whole tears like why are you crying, yeah. why are you crying? <laughs> like all of that like yeah. um 
so yeah like i do well i don't know because nanny was like that like nanny was like why crying but grandpa would just allow yeah. it like he'd yeah, be like, it's, true, it's okay it's and yeah, give you yeah. big hug and then <laughs> yeah. his hugs felt ginormous because he was so yeah. tall so it just felt like you were cuddling a massive <laughs> yeah, bear exactly. so but it's funny because i i feel like i have that now so mm. mommy is very much mommy my mom is very much <laughs> um nanny and mm. i see a lot of grandpa and my dad with the way they are sort of on, emo yeah, on yeah, an emotional yeah. scale um so again this goes back to men it goes back to how it really does make a difference when you're shown different perspectives from both of your yeah. parents yeah. um and so going back to you how would you feel or how would you say you've been able to communicate with your family and friends because you've got i think i'd like yeah. to call your friends family because you've yeah, really created you've created your own not i don't like to use the word circle but you've created your own hub no like i don't know i'm not thinking of the word tried. yes like but people that really get it, you know it's not just surface yeah. level yeah how are you doing and blah 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 like these are people that you turn to when you may yeah, not man, necessarily they, they, go to family are, yeah they definitely are um a massive like my, my my friends are definitely a massive massive part of my life like they they're definitely the ones that keep me up um because mm -hmm. yeah as you said like i i don't i don't do the surface conversations like it just it's just silly like what's the point then <laughs> what else then <laughs> like yeah um and um yeah they, they they all of them have had such a massive uh impact on my life like we're just like teaching me things about how to deal with my emotions because i never yeah. i never really did ever really i was just always the same way and if i'm not that way then there's a problem <laughs> um yeah they really, really cussed me this year. They were like, feel the feeling, ride out the feeling. This is that's not fighting the feeling. And I'm just like, um, can you just like stop, stop shouting? You're too loud. Like, um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it definitely, I feel like in terms of family, I don't, I, yeah, that's not really, <laughs> that's not really a thing for me to go to and speak about yeah. things apart from like, um, Yana, I don't uh, that's so yeah, I know, I know, that's so really gross. Exactly, no one does. So that if you were to say Nina, people would be like, What? I thought her what? name was Rihanna. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, public, no one call me Nina, you're not allowed. Yeah. It's just a family real, thing. That's family exclusive. Family only like don't even try it because I'll just look at you sideways. But anyway. I'm allowed. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're family, man. Yeah, yeah. you're allowed, but that's it. <laughs> but yeah, so like, apart from, apart from me, I know. Um, that's so gross to come out of my It does. Mouth. It, even, um, I feel like you have to think before you say it. I, I did. Um, I had to think about but it. But there's a moment of silence. <laughs> um, yeah, apart from her, like, I didn't, I, I don't really, I'm not, I don't really feel like I'm able to talk to family about things like that because again it's just yeah. lack of knowledge and education within this sector of life um which is a shame um but also I'm not about to sit here and educate you like 
I'm really not because that's not my job even though I have in the past like <laughs> ignorance will still be ignorance do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. so um I just stick to who I know and what I know that they will help me with mm. um which again are my really close friends and yeah I couldn't be any more grateful to them um because they they really they really showed out um for me this year when I was in my darkest place um which was really really nice mm. but yeah just yeah I wish I kind of I do wish though like um I wish it was easier to speak to family like that like I always look at families that like like when I go to like certain friends houses or something and like they're they're able to like just have a quick convo with their I don't know their sibling or their mm. their mom or their auntie uncle whoever um but it's just like not a normal conversation I would have with mine I'm like oh I really like I want to do that like you know um but that's just that shit ain't gonna happen (laughs) Um, just gonna accept that from now (laughs) you never know Um, I think you just need to keep uh, leading by example on just mm. you know working on yourself being yourself and maybe taking baby steps in creating that sort of reality that you want from them by initiating Mm. baby steps but initiating certain conversations and testing the waters and and planting the seed (laughs) and then (laughs) when you planted seeds and been (laughs) testing waters for 23 years (laughs) it gets very tiring (laughs) nah man it gets tiring man and it's, it's like you know when you know when you just like you do all of these things and um you're hoping that there's going to yeah. be some some sort of just any little change just anything like any little opening or like uh, so, like they, they, they would feel a bit more like comfortable or whatever whatever to just like sleep on yeah. certain things and it's just their silence tumbleweed yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like okay so let me just <laughs> make a move because <laughs> literally yeah literally <laughs> um but I think that's the difference though is where you've tried you've mm. tried and I think a lot of people forget that it's give and take for as much it as is. you can want something and you can try if another person can't meet you halfway it like you said it does get tiring and it does I, I think as an individual you have to decide are you mm. going to keep trying or are you just going to accept them for how they are because mm. I think there's only so much you can say to a person because you can you can talk until your face is blue if the person Mm. doesn't want to listen if they don't want to change or or even like I think that's another thing as well when you're talking to family in particular and you want them to change I think they think they we want them to change on a massive scale when it's Mm. not it's just that that five percent I want from you because I'm willing to give 95 but yeah, if you can't even it. give the five, then where do we go from here? <laughs> Literally, what else, man? <laughs> it's so true. It really, really is. That I've, 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 it's, it's very exhausting. Yeah. It's very, very exhausting. It's the same thing as, like, I don't know, like, an example would be, like, with a friend. Like, a friendship is yeah. 50-50. Um, to be honest, any ship is 50 50 mm-hmm. yeah and if you ain't giving me that 50 baby that's to go <laughs> <'Cause> 
<laughs> I haven't got time for it. I really don't. Now. I, I feel like I've, as I've gotten older, my patience is smaller Very and smaller. Thin, yeah. <laughs> Very thin. Oh my God. I just don't, I have no time to waste or energy to waste because yeah. it just hurts my soul and I don't have time <laughs> to for all of that, to be feeling all of that. And when it comes to like talking to my parents, let's say, I feel like they're such, they're a generation of people who are very much just set in their ways. And that's that. And that's cool. That's fine. Like, you don't have to change your whole entire self. What I'm asking for is a tiny little thing. But if you don't want to do that, then cool, you can stay there. But (laughs) um, (laughs) I know where I'm going to go. but yeah, it's difficult, but um, it's, it is disappointing because like when it comes to family, you want to be able to feel comfortable to speak to them about certain things. It, well, it, especially something as deep as your mental health. Um, and when that's not possible, then well, you've got to find something. You've got to find someone, some people, and I have, which is great. Um, I've got my tribe, as Susan said, um, and yeah, I couldn't be any more grateful for that, to be honest. Like, it is a shame, like, I don't get to communicate with my family like that, but on the plus side, I still have a great bunch of people that I still can go to. As long as you have, as long as you have that group of people that you hold so dear to your heart and you can communicate with, mm-hmm you're good like that's all you need it doesn't matter who it is as long as you have that you're good that's what I believe yeah I think a lot of people don't admit to the uncomfortable truth of family Mm. because Mm. we tend to hold on and be like oh but this is the only family we have this and this yeah realistically do you like these people exactly it's like it's it's kind of like there's an expectation no but it's i don't mean it in a shady way but it's like again you can only do so much because yeah if said family member is impeding on your mental health so much are you really going to use the excuse of oh but they're family to continue exactly (laughs) it doesn't make sense and i think we need to be in a in a place especially as a like ethnic minority communities where we really hold family deeply Mm. and sometimes to our detriment because there's a lot of toxicity behind like you said you know generational things having a certain mindset and being able to adapt and move with the times a lot of people are not willing to do that so it's like Mm. where do we go from here then do we stay in the 15th century or do we realize Mm. it's 2020 so I think it's again like admitting those truths and thinking you know what I tried and it doesn't mean to say, oh, I hate this family member. It's just that you can't, you don't get on and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's 100% facts. Like, um, I, yeah, I think, I think what the hardest thing is for myself and for anyone else who experienced the same thing with their family or whatever, but like, I think it's accepting, it's the acceptance of, you know, that that is just them. And that's going to be that. And yeah. that's it. Like, and that's just mm. it. Like, it's accepting that. And that, that, that is hard because, as you said, like, it, it is your family at the end of the day. But 
you've also got to accept that charity you might not be that good for me like i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. so like going off a of family obviously you said you know it's difficult to speak to them and you speak to your friends mm -hmm. but also i know that once upon a time it was hard for you to speak to your friends as well so Oh, yeah. what would you say the point was like where you realized because you said your friends this year were telling you about yourself in it mm. but there had to be a point where you were sick of your own self in it because otherwise yeah, you wouldn't yeah, have yeah. done it mm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so what do you think led you apart from being told about yourself what made you think okay look something's got to give something's got to change because otherwise this dark place ain't going nowhere um boy um i think it was just the weight mm. that i felt of myself like in my chest like it's just such an uncomfortable feeling um and i think i was just like super 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 desperate to just get out of it so i wanted to just anything anything i could do to change that whole moment i would take it um, I would do it, I would take any chance um, and luckily, yeah, I mean, I, I did open up a lot to my friends this year, like, man, I have cried a lot this year and I don't even cry, but now I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, Which I'm really proud of you for, you know, yeah, <laughs> there was one, because I remember there was times where you would act like you're not about to cry yeah. or just like look away like do certain things that you, you do wouldn't want someone to know that you're crying and now yeah. even speaking to me like it's fine and mm. even sometimes you do say oh i hate crying but you allow yourself anyway which i think is really key and i'm really proud of you because yeah. it took a lot right. for you to get to this place so mm. it's only upwards from here obviously i definitely I do, or I still hate crying, but I mean, like, it just, it just, it just comes out now. Like, there's no, yeah. I actually don't have any fight left to fight to get, to keep it in. Like, there's just no fight left. <laughs> like, yeah. it needs to come out and let it out. Like, um, and it's true though, because I, I do have quite a few friends that actually don't cry. And when they cry, I'm like, God damn, like, <laughs> you need this cry. Like, you really need it. Whether it be just like on the phone and then they're just weeping and weep, like, all of that. Like, I'm just like, do your thing, like, let it out. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it's true, like, it did, it did massively help. Just, I don't know, I don't know. I think with communicating with them, it, it did take quite a while to do that, like, comfortably. Um, when I say comfortably, like I'd be able to actually talk, but then cry about it as well. Yeah. I like the emotional release of the subject, mm -hmm. um, which I never did. Um, it would just be like, have a few sentences, breathe, bitch, don't cry, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Say another sentence, bitch, don't cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think now it's just, I think they're just, they were massively supportive in the sense of just like me actually crying like which was really nice so i think that's why i feel a lot more comfortable in myself to actually do that now mm -hmm. um and not feel annoyed with myself for crying mm -hmm. do you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah i wonder where or what point in humanity that made us decide that crying is so illegal to our being mm. that we like we crying is an emotion like 
laughing and mm. being happy but why is it so hard for us to cry and why is it so hard for society because it's just the world isn't it like it's they created it's it's created a thing for the world where it's like crying is weak yeah, no, weak. yeah. and as well like that's very generational as well for like older generations yeah. like, cry, you're weak, you're weak. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm like you need to chill <laughs> especially um, for men which is even more because i'm like no first we're humans and then we have the sexes mm. and all that but yeah. You, yeah. you, if you can laugh, you can feel, you can do, you can cry, and mm. you need to cry. It's important to cry so you can release what you don't yeah. need. You know, there's sometimes you cry, you don't even know why you're crying. It's because your mm. body needs to release something that you have no understanding about in that moment. Maybe you will, that, maybe, you yeah. know. So it's please let, let's all start crying more <laughs> how honestly how but again like, i think something. i think like we can say that us three because mm. we're fortunate enough to have people that allow that and make space for it mm -hmm. because i know there are other people out there that have friends that they would love to cry in front of but they know they would get ridiculed for mm -hmm. and i think that's where it, it comes to a point of where you need to check yourself and ask yourself are these yeah. the type of people I want in my life? Because are they not stunting your growth? Are they allowing mm. you to actually be your true self? And mm. are they making you feel bad for being your true self? Because I think yeah. growing up, everyone knows I'm emotional. And mm. the minute someone tells me you're too emotional, you're crying too much, bye. Because yeah. that ain't about to change. And it's certainly mm. not going to change for you. So for I think it's about knowing who you are and just having people in your life that accept you for who you are mm. and that push you to be more. And I think that's where all of us have been, again, fortunate is that, like Susan said at the start, is that balance of being soft on yourself and then at times giving yourself tough love because otherwise we'll just stay still. Um, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you know what as well I had a massive impact the whole thing about not crying is growing up where I've grown up um mm. growing up in oh, south east yeah. London listen hey <laughs> growing up in south east in that estate big rep big rep for south east I love south east it's home but um yeah this me I used to be scared going home. to his home <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man, it's the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the honestly, ghetto. <laughs> going there as a child, it was scary because yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't have an understanding of things, so yeah. you just go there. It's like like we used to go to we used to spend majority of our family time at his like at his mom's place. Mm -hmm. So typically, you're leaving at like eleven midnight. It's late, yeah. and then you're like you just see like a council estate but as a kid you, you just see hella tall buildings yeah, it's dark yeah. then you see like a group over there a group over there <laughs> a, bit, a bit of madness on the stairs and then Ooh. your mum's like pulling you close like come on let's go Ooh, and yeah. then it's like it's just scary <laughs> like it was scary because you're a kid in it so yeah, i i agree there's no, there's no room to be soft like there's actually yeah. no room for that um especially like even in the school i went to it was like even further deep in south um yeah and that was a hood ass school like that was so ghetto but <laughs> um 
here there was no room to be soft like if you were soft and you would just then nah you're a victim like you're about to get bullied <laughs> Um, oh, and there's, there's, there's no room for that so I think that also comes with a massive part of why I probably didn't feel comfortable with crying because yeah. boy god forbid you do that you're just yeah about to get rushed <laughs> That's true. Um, Another thing I wanted to add to crying is, um, I think, well, based on personal experience, I think that when you go a long time in your life really suppressing that emotion, you know, mm. and you want to act, not you want to, but like you tend to just show up in a more stronger uh, way and just... Yeah suppress the feeling suppress the cry and everything the moment you choose to want to get into that path of healing yourself opening mm. up more it's a savior yeah. <laughs> they open a run and tap yeah. <laughs> and it just starts pouring out so it's like all those build up all those build up for years and years and years that's been stored in your body starts mm -hmm. pouring out you start crying literally for anything you start um like you just start pouring out but i also want to say that i think with time um once you are able to release release mm. these release mm. it will it will it will balance out and then you know 100 able to control because i don't want people thinking that once you start doing you just be crying all day no like you nah, nah, nah. maybe in the beginning yeah you yeah. just for me like in the beginning i literally be crying i just feel a wind on my face and i start crying for that and i'm just yeah. like okay maybe it's just something i needed to release and like you just accept it because it will just come yeah. it just yeah. flows but with time, it, it will balance off and you'll be able to know when it's the right time to cry and when mm. to just be yourself and release it or just, you know, hold it up and do it, mm. handle it in a different way. So, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. on. It's true. Like, I know what you mean, because um, when it even for me, probably feeling my worst there'd just be random moments like mm. I remember I was in the shower one day and I love to bring my music in and mm. you know scream my lungs out um but I was just like listening to my music whatever whatever finished washing my face and all of this and then next thing you know I exhaled and next thing you know there's my whole face is flooded and I was like excuse me what are you doing why are you being this rude oh my gosh that's like, like Rihanna I can't <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to have a shower in peace, like, and you're just there crying, like, yeah. can you not? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I get what you mean. It does, it does, like, when you actually start to feel a lot more comfortable with doing, like, with crying, mm -hmm. you will have random moments where you're just yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like, you, yeah, as you said, like, you, you definitely learn how to control it a bit more. Um, Right time, right time, right place, or whatever, all of that. Mm -hmm. Something that doesn't make us cry is getting ready, looking nice, looking cute. And we haven't been able to do that as much this year. But I think something I noticed within myself is that the days where I just went to the park or the supermarket, mm. nothing crazy, but I made an effort to get ready. I felt tons better. Oh, and yes. Yes. Yeah. So we <laughs> I get ready to for nothing. You, literally and mm. me i had my own little uh, cut my own hair and then <laughs> and fixed it um <laughs> so we wanted to ask you since you're a hairstylist 
mm. like the benefits of doing your hair looking nice because I think it goes hand in hand with mental health when you look good. One but not because of like shallow reasons. I think yeah, it's just something. It's part of self care. Yeah, it's really, really a massive part of self care, and I think just looking after your hair, your skin, your just your yourself, like you will feel so much better in yourself. Like even if you've got nowhere to go and like god forbid there's another lockdown because i don't have the emotional strength but um <laughs> even like during a lock just get ready you don't even need to be going nowhere you could go to the shops mm-hmm. but look like a thousand dollars because yes. what else then what else yeah. literally if you've got a fur coat you better throw that on and walk to the shops like <laughs> um because that's really what i did like i really just get up start that's that is another thing that got me through like just like being productive and feeling like I'm doing something um, other than sit in my bed. <laughs> yeah, like doing my hair and like uh, keeping that much more of an active thing in a in a routine way. It massively helps because I don't know, like it's just that thing when you when you when you look good, you feel good, and yeah. um, even like when people get their head on at a salon, like when when so I've seen. <laughs> Not my clients, the chair. I've seen some clients <laughs> cry in the chair, yeah. And I'm like, do they like their hair? Like, what the hell? Um, and it, it makes such a massive impact on how you feel <laughs> about yourself. Like, mm. if you don't look, like, if your hair's mashed up, then you're going to feel like crap. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's true, though. It, it really is. Like, you're going to then start to judge every little thing about yeah. how your hair looks or how your skin looks and all of this stuff. And again, that is really not great. That's, that's actually, yeah, no, because it's criticism to yourself, but in probably the most toxic way, because you're just putting yourself down about all the things you don't like about yourself. Yeah. Um, so even just getting up and, I don't know, doing your hair and feeling that, that fresh feeling of like, how you would like when you would go out to a club or something mm-hmm. and you feel like the baddest be. Yeah, you feel like that during lockdown or just any day. It actually doesn't matter. Like, go to the shops yeah. feeling like a bad bee. Like, I will. <laughs> yeah. In short, you don't need a reason. Just, just try it, and I think you'll mm. see how how different it makes you feel. And for real, at this point, what have you got to lose? For real, I've lost too much. But for this those year, of you, twenty twenty. For those of you that had jacked up your hair during twenty twenty. Um, tell the people where they, where they can find you. Oh, right, cool. Um, so you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at originally d hair. Originally d hair. There we go. <laughs> For all you naturalistas out there, I also do straight hair. All hair types. All, all hair types are welcome. Um, but specifically catering for natural hair, because as you know, we have not had it easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. Gotta look after the community. Indeed. Oh, that's nice. We're gonna leave your details anyway down below. Yeah. So awesome. they gonna find you. you whether they want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from that, like on the show, we like to encourage listeners to look after themselves, and we know mm. that self care looks different for everyone. Mm. So apart from what we just mentioned of doing hair, is there anything else that you've done over not just this year but in general that has really worked for you? Um. 
Do you know what? Yeah. So for me, when I was a teenager, I had a massive problem with eating. This again was when I had my depression. Um, <clears throat> and um, I had a massive, massive problem with eating and I couldn't, I couldn't eat anything. Um, and I was so skinny, like I'd fit into like a size six women's jeans. I was like, bruh. And that was just horrible to be honest. But I think now, I mean, yeah, that is another thing for self-care. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. <laughs> but listen, food is life. Okay. And that is what... No, you're your, you're your cousin's cousin. Really I swear. <laughs> <laughs> listen, okay. man, we're, we're both the same star sign. It's bound to happen, That's you know. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like food, food has definitely... It's, it's become one of my like happy places which is yeah. insane because I never thought that day would come and I think that's another thing that also affected my mental health was like going mm -hmm. through that whole really 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 skinny period of time um and have like your family members be like oh my god look at your skinny legs la 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 ha 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 about it. <laughs> is it funny <laughs> Does this, does this look funny to you like I just yeah. I don't really understand why you're laughing um mm. that definitely had a massive impact now obviously like I put on some good weight <laughs> it's definitely helped but yeah so food food eat make sure you eat because honestly when you don't you just feel like crap and you get hangry and you just you just want to cuss people for no reason that's me anyway um, um <laughs> Um, she's laughing yeah. because that's me <laughs> in it that's why i'm laughing <laughs> I, I said it you're your cousin's cousin <laughs> it's like what this sounds funny oh yeah her next to her exactly listen food is life it is man it really is i, I get, get it as well when she's hungry i get it me <laughs> me that i'm always good so imagine if i can get it anyone gets it if she's yeah. hungry i'm like okay i know you're hungry no so it's true anyone can, get it. anyone can get it like um, i need food right now <laughs> Um, I don't know what else to be honest like I think for me it was it was it's, it's been a struggle to find things mm. to do that make me feel a certain way like yeah. a, that 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 benefits myself like obviously ha hair care and skin care I've always done as like a massive thing for self-care and all of that stuff and I love my like long ass showers steamy showers get yeah, that facial going and all of that too. you know <laughs> love all of that um but Maybe apart from that, the, like the climate and the water now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. So no, you're right. You're right. Earth, okay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously, have your hot showers in that, mm. but not every day, because water's gonna run out. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like if everything in, in moderation, you know. Yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. true. It's true. But yeah. I don't know. Like I think anything else. I, I think I've just stuck to that. I think the f whole food thing has definitely yeah. been like a new thing I think more so this year from like January this year mm. wow it's really hit different <laughs> food has <laughs> really hit different for me oh my god <laughs> Have you guys seen that meme? No. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it's been a really, really great uh 
relationship for me with food. Mm. I have I have really wanted to because I used to I used to dance a lot like in school. Mm. Um, but again, I think for me, going to a dance studio is no, that is just anxiety central. Um, <laughs> and I, I can't face that just yet. I will, <laughs> but just not yet because boy. The anxiety that comes with that, because I, I haven't, because I haven't gone into a dance class in like what over seven years now. I think it's so nerve wracking to go into a room full of dancers and then just try bust routine. I'm like, no, 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 I can't be doing with that just yet. If it's gonna make you feel better, because I love dancing too, I don't know how to, mm. but um, yes, you do. Relax together, <laughs> and we can look crazy together. So. <laughs> That sounds good. So, also speaking of food, now that lockdown 2.0 is over, mm. you might as well go out, get some munch, because who knows oh, what will happen next. I have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've been. seen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, I didn't get to celebrate my birthday properly. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I think the whole, what day is it? Mon- Tuesday? Yeah, mm. so last week um, I went to, I think, two places to eat. Um, because, you know, Sagittarius season is still here, which gang, means gang. I can still celebrate my birthday. Gang, gang, gang. Gang. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's been that's been really, really nice. Like to actually like finally see people and come out to eat and stuff, which is that is the problem. You know, that is really the problem with me and my bank account. <laughs> Restaurants. <laughs> Restaurants. I love food too much and then I go out and spend so much money and then I look at the end of the month I'm like oh <laughs> uh-uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's the money going to like <laughs> for real hello Bri. hello Rihanna hi oh. what, who are you can you, can you hear me me because yeah. it says yeah. I have unstable internet yeah, you're oh. quite unstable to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Is it fine now? <laughs> Are you getting me feeling? Rude. Remember internet. Shut up. Bow, bow. All right, so um, moving on to our quote of the day. And we always like to give a quote that is aligned with our guest. So... It is, you can be a strong man and still struggle with mental health. Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. It's so true, man. Because first and foremost, we're humans and we all have mental health. So mm. I think as a man trying to repress it isn't going to do anyone any favours, not only no. yourself, but those around you. So mm-hmm. if you do um, struggle with it, just as Dylan said, just try to reach out to someone that you can trust and... Um, do you know just allows you to be you mm. yeah absolutely oh, anyway so um we also like to give gratitude so mm-hmm. being our guest today would you like to start off and tell us what you're grateful for oh wow um so many things you know what i do this on a on a on a daily basis mm-hmm. um because it's so good like and I, and I do it in prayer form um yeah. Because saying what you're grateful for on a daily is a must. Um, um, I'm definitely grateful for where I am in my life right now. Um, Even though I've gone through this massive dark spot, I'm just grateful that I'm still here and present and I haven't given up. 
That is, yeah, the mm -hmm. biggest thing I'm grateful for. I haven't given up. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Brianna? Look at you being all cute. So, firstly, I'm moving mad in this episode because. You actually are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like like this in other episodes. But again, like it goes to show, like when you're comfortable, different sides come out in it. So, if I'm exactly. not like this with you, then I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, so. Um, I'm grateful that both of you, both of you know of each other, and but you haven't met in person. So I'm just grateful that both of you have met each other because you're both really important mm. to me. And I never used to like, like I never used to mix family and friends. Mm -hmm. It was just never a thing for me. I wanted to always yeah. keep them separate. Mm. And this year, and over the last couple of years, actually, I've invited like different friends to my house and mm. um I just see how much my parents get on with my friends and so I'm grateful that I've been able to have a conversation with both of you and have you guys meet even if it's virtually it doesn't matter yeah. like, it really means a lot to me because yeah. even now like I can I, like I can call you on separate occasions and I can refer to you both but you actually know of each mm -hmm. other you yeah. know it's not just yeah. me being like like say if I call Dill and I'm like oh yeah Susan but now you actually know who I'm talking about mm. um properly so I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful to have um a cousin like you and a friend like Aww. me just to oh, stop it oh <laughs> you're gonna try what what are you trying to get me to cry oh no <laughs> I'm just saying because like I really especially this year like I just don't, I don't take it for granted and as much as I'm used to having these conversations, I'm very aware that it's not a given. It's not everyone's luxury to have, you know. Some people yeah. don't have friends and family and they don't, they can't have conversations like this. And so mm. I'm grateful that not only do I have a cousin to do it with, but I have a friend and then I can put them two together. Like, oh. that's that's amazing. So, yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. <laughs> Okay. okay um, we're laughing you lot can't see we're just doing dumb things but <laughs> just know that that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah. all right um so i'm grateful for um men who uh choose to show up for themselves and i want to use you as reference uh dylan because listen <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy and yeah when i see i say this a lot with women mostly because i don't know i just have a special love for women <laughs> but when i do see men who really try and put themselves out there show emotions uh even take it to the extent of wanting to help their family and you know support but then even have the awareness to detach when it's needed mm it's so inspiring so i am grateful that you do what you do and oh, show up for your friends and family and how mm. you do it as well but also most importantly show up for yourself so yeah i'm grateful for that and it's all you so i say to you and kudos more 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 to more for you and more growth oh, and thank you. so yeah that's what i'm grateful today Oh, thank you so much. Ashe, Ashe. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it.
that's it thank you all so much for listening Dil thank you for coming Um, as we said earlier (laughs) Dil can fix your jacked up hair so we'll leave this um We'll leave his, okay, no, nah, let me not say that. If you also <laughs> want a change in your hairstyle, Dil can, can hook you up with that too. So we'll leave his socials down below and you can Thank check you. him out. And Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. Speak to you guys in our next one. Peace. 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 Uh. <laughs>